This portion of the John DePietro Show, it's brought to you by Lawn Doctor, your best lawn ever guaranteed. And I can tell you with my own experience what a fantastic job they did and have done with my lawn. The easiest thing to do is log on to their website. It's LawnDoctor.com. LawnDoctor.com. Put in your zip code, your best lawn ever guaranteed it's lawn doctor of rhode island you can call them 401-392-1025 but log on to their website lawndoctor.com you're listening to the john DePietro show folks it's am 1380 99.9 fm remember you can always listen online at our website depetro.com now check out the website we have a lot of unique original stories we also if you ever miss anything you can check it out um in the right there it's under radio show and then you can hear any segments that you miss and then we also um you can you check out we we have all the video for cranston pd live a lot of other events that happen it's all right there at the website which is to petro.com so the big news i think without question that is kicking off the week is you know, and if you're a, a Trump supporter, this is good news because this is, in fact, um, you know, this is the first time we've seen a poll like this where President Trump is not only the um, Republican frontrunner by a mile blowing away the field, but he also right now, he also beats President President Trump would beat President Biden, and it's in an ABC News poll. So I want to play. This is this week on George Stephanopoulos, and it's their poll. And I also want to point out, for all the people that talk about media bias and blah, 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 this President Trump is going to be on CNN this week. And ABC, you know, if we were to listen to some people, then we shouldn't believe this poll. Yet the Trump people are running it everywhere, right? You can't have it both ways. All the people that just everything's fake, media lies, blah, blah, blah. Well, they're not lying right now. Uh, I don't believe so. So, but there's some good quotes about, and I want to hear, President Biden's got big problems. And um, this is from, again, this week. I think Governor Christie speaks about it with uh, George Stephanopoulos. The possibility of a presidential run, when you look at this poll, does it make you more or less likely? It doesn't have any effect one way or the other on my thought process politically, either for myself or for anybody else. Look, I think it tells you something we already knew, which is President Biden's got problems. And his problems are twofold. It's based on the conditions people feel in the country right now, where they feel economically threatened. And it's based on his age. And I've been talking about this for a while. I mean, I think the American people look at him and they just think he's too damn old. And that's what the polls shows. On the Republican side, until there is a campaign engaged, Trump is untouchable. By definition, as you know, a candidate is untouchable until they're touched. And you see what the reaction is to being touched. And that will happen in this race. There's no question in my mind that he will be attacked directly. So far, very few of those, including the ones who are already in, are, are willing to take him on frontally as you have. Yeah, no, and I think that's a problem. I mean, I think that's a problem in our party. I mean, if you can't, uh, you know, I don't believe in this lane business. We're talking about different lanes. There's one lane. And the one lane, Donald Trump's at the head of. So if you want to be the nominee, you got to go through Donald Trump. I don't think there's another way to do it. You know, I don't, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced about that anymore. This, this is, people are not getting in. People are very, very hesitant, other candidates um and and the big story right now is the trouble that biden is having that can't be ignored that's the biggest story and i think as long as that remains the big story and there's no way to look around this listen again this is abc news breaking down the president biden's biden. problems 
Senator Rick Klein here to break it down. And Rick, this poll is just brutal for President Biden. Absolutely, George. And we, you talked earlier about that record low approval rating for President Biden. It's actually six points down just since February. And the skepticism over his leadership extends deep inside his own party. Only 36% of Democrats think that their party should nominate Joe Biden for a second term. 58% say they would uh, support someone else or prefer someone else. That's despite the fact that the entire DNC, most of the Democratic establishment, has rallied behind President Biden. And you're seeing real weaknesses in the coalition that powered Joe Biden to the presidency back in, in 2020. Biden carried independence by 13 points against Donald Trump. He is now trailing Trump by nine points among those same voters. He carried black voters by 75 points in 2020. Now he is up just 35. That may sound like a lot, but the fact of the matter is, in modern politics, that is not the kind of number that a Democrat needs to be victorious. And then, of course, that, that does spill over into the head-to-head -head matchup, the hypothetical rematch, Trump versus Biden. Right now, a seven-point edge in our poll from uh, in Trump leading Biden. And, and, and in fact, it's an identity number with Ron DeSantis in a head-to-head -head that might happen next November. That tells us at this very early stage, George, that this race is shaping up a lot more about the incumbent president, Joe Biden, than it is about any of his challengers. And Rick, as I mentioned with Senator Langford, President Trump, at least right now, appears to be strengthening his hold on the front runner, on his frontrunner status for the Republican nomination. Yeah, that's exactly right. We've seen Donald Trump's numbers go up in the last couple of months across a range of polls, and most of the other candidates either going down or staying around the same. Ron DeSantis at 20%. Of course, that is not even half Trump's total right now. Everyone else in the single digits, that includes our ABC News contributor Chris Christie, who's considering a run of his own. He's at 1% in this poll. And when we ask people to, to focus Focus in on the top candidates, to choose just among the top contenders. You actually see Trump's number go up a little bit. Ron DeSantis does as well, but still, he's nowhere near where Donald Trump is across the country. The other candidates, again, still in the mid or low single digits. Mm. And this is interesting because all, despite all of that, despite the strength that we're seeing for Donald Trump right now, a, a strong majority of Americans think he should be facing criminal charges across a range of investigations, including on this one, 56% say that he should face charges over his attempts to overturn the 2020 election. What's interesting to me about this, George, is that even among that 56%, the people that think that, yes, Trump should face criminal charges, 18% say they would vote for Donald Trump over Joe Biden anyway. That tells you a lot about Trump's potential strength but maybe more than that, some of Biden's weaknesses. And that question of age that, that you mentioned earlier that Joe Biden has been trying to address, Donald Trump is, is less than four years younger than Joe Biden, but the concerns over Biden's age are much more significant. 68% of voters say they think that Joe Biden is too old for an additional term. Only 44% say the same about Donald Trump. Rick, I got to admit, I have a hard time wrapping my head around that. You've got one in five people who say they believe President Trump should, be fa should face criminal charges, but they still vote for him? It is, it is remarkable, and I do think once there's a matchup with an actual person, maybe that changes, but that just tells you about how much Trump is kind of baked into the political equation. It also, what can't be ignored is just how much he's dominating the talk on the Sunday shows. When I just played that clip, who did you not hear? You didn't hear anything about Nikki Haley. You didn't hear any, anything about Mike Pence. You didn't hear anything about, I know Governor Hutchinson was on, but... You don't hear anything about Mike Pompeo. I don't even know if he's running anymore. Um, so, like, to me, something that can't be ignored is the fact that President Trump, his mere presence, is also just clearing the field of, of other people that, you know, that want to run because they simply can't get any type of exposure. They can't get any type of exposure. So, and I think that's just as powerful. That's where he boxes people out. I I did think DeSantis was maybe going to be more of a competitor, but boy, it's 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 certainly not certainly not the case right now. Uh, by any stretch, the 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 type of support that the president is getting now. Another issue that I think is going to come out. Riley Gaines is urging female athletes boycott competing against trans girls. Don't run, don't swim. So now I think this is a really interesting issue um, regarding that because I think it's something that resonates. I think more and more people are going to um, identify with it. 
and I think it's one of those problems. It is without question, it's a problem for the Democrat Party. People are not on board with that. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Get your driveway paved. J. Perry Paving. Letter J. J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, over 25 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating. Call for a free estimate today, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Hey, learn about the benefits of asphalt paving, whether it's a brand new paving project or a cracked driveway. It's affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Asphalt can be recycled, reused. J. Perry Paving, a licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting your needs. No matter how big, how small, contact them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. What a difference it makes for your driveway, for your business, parking lot. J, letter J, J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. Online at jperrypaving.com and look for them on Facebook. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Boy, bad news for President Biden. The polls are out. Let's listen to the report. President Biden's campaign. A new ABC News Washington Post poll shows his approval rating at a new low. Just 36%, the lowest of any first-term president a year and a half away from the next election. A top concern, his age. More Americans than not say Biden is too old for a second term, far more than question Donald Trump's age, even though the Republican frontrunner is less than four years younger than Biden. I've acquired a hell of a lot of wisdom. I know more than the vast majority of people I'm more experienced than anybody's ever run for the office. Trump is also receiving higher marks on the economy. A majority of Americans now say the former president did a better job handling the economy than Biden has so far. But Trump faces his own political headwinds, too. A majority of Americans say he should face charges over his attempts to overturn the 2020 election. But of that, 18% say they would still vote for Trump over Biden, even if he is charged. God bless you all. The GOP nomination appears to be Trump's to lose. He has more than twice as much support as his closest rival, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. His big challenge will be how to take on Trump without alienating his loyal supporters. Internal recordings obtained exclusively by ABC News show it's something DeSantis agonized over when he ran for governor in 2018. I have to frame it in a way that's not going to piss off all his voters. I support um, his agenda in terms of what he's been able to do. If I have a disagreement, I talk to him in private. Now, DeSantis isn't technically a candidate yet, but he sure is acting like one. And sources tell us that he is now likely to skip an exploratory committee and instead dive straight into a run, expected to announce his candidacy sometime next month, George. And, Mary, right now, at least in our poll, both DeSantis and Trump leading President Biden. Yeah, George, and a lot, of course, can change between now and November 2024, but these numbers are stunning. In a hypothetical matchup, Donald Trump leads President Biden 49 to 42 percent. Governor DeSantis also leading with similar results. It's just a sign that so far this race is shaping up to be more about President Biden than his competitors. But the Biden campaign this morning is dismissing these poll numbers, saying Biden will defy conventional beltway wisdom to win a second term. And they say ultimately a choice, not a referendum. Okay, Mary. All right, what this really is, and that was a key line, is whether it's a, it's a choice or a referendum on the current uh, incumbent president. It's, listen, we all know it doesn't matter what your political leanings are. President Biden, he, he's too old. And there are people that are his age and even older that maybe even carry, carry it a little bit better or could maybe be up for the job. But one thing that there's, there's no mistake is no one believes that he's up for the job. It's not a matter of someone that's 80 is unable to function. It's not a matter that someone 82 years, two years old is too old to function. Think of the demands of being the president. Incredibly demanding job. And this guy 
is clearly not up to it. Now, there's some other distractions there between the Hunter Biden stuff and and so forth in, in the basic economy. Now, I initially thought <clears throat> President Biden would not announce he was running for re-election and instead wait till the summer into the fall and then all of a sudden just decide he's not going to run. But he's stubborn. He and his team are stubborn. They don't want to give up the power. People are tired of the high prices. They're tired of the inflation. And, and these poll numbers absolutely cannot be ignored. And, and, and on top of that, well, I want to play, this is when they were first discussing the Biden poll numbers. And for all the talk about the biased media, this is ABC and Stephanopoulos saying this stuff. President Biden pushing back on questions about his age from Stephanie Rule as he bids for re-election. It's just one of the big challenges he faces now, more revealed by our brand new poll. Political director Rick Klein here to break it down. And Rick, this poll is just brutal for President Biden. Brutal. Absolutely, George. And you talked earlier about that record low approval rating for President Biden. It's actually six points down just since February. And the skepticism over his leadership extends deep inside his own party. Only 36% of Democrats think that their party should nominate Joe Biden for a second term. 58% say they would uh, support someone else or prefer someone else. That's despite the fact that the entire DNC and most of the Democratic establishment has rallied behind President Biden. And you're seeing real weaknesses in the coalition that powered Joe Biden to the presidency back in, in 2020. Biden carried independence by 13 points against Donald Trump. He is now trailing Trump by nine points among those same voters. He carried black voters by 75 points in 2020. Now he is up just 35. That may sound like a lot, but the fact of the matter is, in modern politics, that is not the kind of number that a Democrat needs to be victorious. And then, of course, that, that does spill over into the head-to-head matchup, the hypothetical rematch, Trump versus Biden. Right now, a seven-point edge in our poll from uh, in Trump leading Biden. And, and, and in fact, it's an identity number with Ron DeSantis in a head-to-head that might happen next November. That tells us at this very early stage, George, that this race is shaping up a lot more about the incumbent president, Joe Biden, than it is about any of his challengers. And Rick, as I mentioned with Senator Langford, President Trump, at least right now, appears to be strengthening his hold on the frontrunner, on his frontrunner status for the Republican nomination. Yeah. And think about that, and he absolutely is, but no question about it, these Biden poll numbers can't be ignored. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. There's no limit to what you can do outside with your property. Folks, call Limitless Outdoors today, 401-580-1852. Get a free quote and let them go to work to show you how you could use all of your outdoor living space. Limitless Outdoors, they specialize in patios, walkways. They did a fantastic job with my steps. How about an outdoor kitchen or landscape lighting, retaining walls, lawn installations, excavations, limitless outdoors, and also inside. Limitless outdoors could also offer indoor stone veneer services. Update your indoor fireplace or kitchen. Limitless outdoors. Call today for a free quote, 401-580-1852. Look for them on Facebook or call 401 401- 580-1852. Limitless Outdoors. Dream, build, enjoy. Get the most of your property, both inside and out. 401-580-1852. Limitless Outdoors, based in Smithfield, Rhode Island. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, depetro.com. Well, President Trump, isn't it interesting? The fact that he's kind of been laying low and dropping out of sight a little bit, he is, uh, his numbers continue to go up. And someone who is not gaining any type of ground against President Trump, it's really the opposite, who's having a tough time, is Governor DeSantis. Now, will this be a referendum on President Biden? Let's listen to this interview where... President Biden is struggling with what is supposed to just be an MSNBC, a, a friendly, a friendly interview. About fighting for the soul of America. But can we level set in terms of the soul of America? Right now, hate crimes are on the rise. Random acts 
of gun violence. Women are under attack, Mr. President. I'll, I'll do one. The answer is yes, because that's why we can't let, well, um, we cannot let this election be one where the same man who was president four years ago uh, becomes president again. That was a staffer that interrupted and tried to stop the interview. Now, this footage of Governor DeSantis debate prep 2018, it's it's not disqualifying, but it, it's certainly embarrassing. So someone leaked this that had access. And I think you kind of maybe guess who. Matt Gates was part of the group that was helping prepare him. And ABC got this video. So far who has not yet announced a Republican presidential run, Ron DeSantis. But we're hearing that could change soon. ABC's Faith Abube has the latest. Has the NRA donated to me? I, I don't think the NRA is quite the boogeyman the Democrats think it is. This morning, new video obtained exclusively by ABC News shows Florida Governor Ron DeSantis in debate prep sessions when he first ran for governor five years ago. Do we hit him on guns or does everyone who cares about guns Every, is going to vote for me? The candid moments from 2018 come as sources say DeSantis' team is already prepping for the 2024 presidential debates. DeSantis would need to win over Trump voters, an issue he grappled with in the past as he ran for governor. Is there any issue upon which you disagree with President Trump? Obviously there is because I've, I've, been, I've voted contrary to him in the Congress. The past internal recordings offering a rare glimpse into how DeSantis has previously wrestled with how to appeal to Trump's loyal base. I have to frame it in a way that's not going to piss off all his voters. So what I do is I do what I think is right. I support um, his agenda in terms of what he's been able to do. If I have a disagreement, I talk to him in private. Florida lawmakers Matt Gates and Byron Donalds helping DeSantis then, but have since endorsed Trump's third White House bid. In the video, aides coaching DeSantis on a range of topics, including how to be likable. I think when you walk up there, if you have a pad, you have to write in all caps at the top of the pad, likable. And just look, I, I do the same thing because I have the same personality. We're both aggressive. And sources tell ABC News DeSantis is leaning towards skipping the launch of an exploratory committee and instead likely jumping into the 2024 race as soon as next month. You know, the biggest thing I take away from this is the fact that maybe he's not ready for prime time. Maybe he's not ready for prime time. Right now, the Republican race, it's not even a race. President Trump has completely run away with it so far. And as I mentioned, it's it's interesting. The more that President Trump kind of lays low and is not a focal point and is actually not garnering tremendous amount of press coverage his numbers tend to go up less is more and i think what it also really shows and comes down to it it's the economy and president trump i think we all can agree more people are starting to realize okay maybe we could in fact uh you know deal if they could get some of that stuff that he's uh, come down to if it's possible that maybe some of that could start to go under the radar a little bit more, maybe if the president wasn't so so much out and present, in fact, that that his numbers, I believe, would continue to go up or at least stay the same. But at the very least, right now, President Trump, he is in a golden position for the nomination. I know, you know, people have been talking about governor DeSantis, but by all accounts there's this is you know let's be honest this is this is not a race this is not a race by any stretch folks you're listening to the john DePietro show propane plus in rhode island for all your propane needs call them 401 401- 885-4209 in Massachusetts you can reach them at 508-252-3359 propane heating and cooling it's propane plus their team's been there three generations they're available 24 7 for service and delivery and they plan on serving you for a long time to come they offer online billing ability to schedule a service delivery at the click of a button and remember all customers receive a free safety inspection 
on their equipment. It's Propane Plus. And remember with propane, it's affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and now it's renewable. Call Propane Plus today at 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, call them at 508-252-3359. They're very easy to navigate website. It's propaneplus.com. Propane Plus. Call them 401-885-4209. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. How about the intrigue regarding the Alex Murtaugh case and new information now about, and this came out in the Netflix special about his housekeeper. Listen to this report really really remarkable and the thing about this is as much as sometimes people knock some of the sleuths that are out there some of the people true crimes and people that investigate that this is a perfect example of something that was first the first time i had heard about it was netflix and now here it is former south carolina attorney who is serving two life sentences for killing his wife and son. Now Murdoch is admitting from prison that he lied about the cause of his longtime housekeeper's fatal fall on his property five years ago. NBC's Katie Beck joins us with more details on this. Katie, good morning to you. Good morning, Craig. Yet another legal battle heating up. Attorneys for Murdoch's former housekeeper saying today they plan to release new audio recordings and new documents from her case. This, as an insurance company, is fighting to recover that $3.8 million settlement money. And Alec Murdoch from prison admits he didn't tell the truth again in connection to another mysterious death. Alec Murdoch is changing his story once again, this time from a prison cell. After admitting during his trial to lying about his alibi the night his wife and son were killed. I did lie to them. Murdoch is now confessing to even more lies, this time surrounding the mysterious death of the family's longtime housekeeper, Gloria Satterfield. She died at the Murdoch home after allegedly suffering a fall in 2018. The disgraced lawyer originally told his insurance company that the family's dogs caused her to trip and fall. He later collected millions in settlement money intended for Satterfield's sons, who say they never saw any of it. Did you ever get one cent from Alec Murdoch when he was still um, before all of this happened? Back in 2021, Satterfield's son, Tony, told Craig Alec Murdoch promised he would help him and his brother get an insurance settlement for the accident. Did you believe him? Yeah, of course. Well, why not? He said, I want to make sure the boys are taken care of because he loved Gloria that much. Now, a legal storm is brewing over Murdoch's latest confession. In a new statement made in response to a recent lawsuit filed by an insurance company looking to recover the $3.8 million it paid Murdoch for Satterfield's death, Murdoch now claims he fabricated his initial story, writing, no dogs were involved in Satterfield's death, adding he invented the situation to force his insurers to make a settlement payment. Murdoch also says the Satterfield family did actually receive the fraudulent funds. Lawyers for the Satterfields family deny they got money from the insurance company, saying the new claims lack credibility, much like Alec Murdoch. The question is, is Alex to be believed? Alex, at this point in time, will say anything to uh, try to preserve his own skin. Police have reopened the investigation into Satterfield's death. We reached out to Murdoch's attorney, who had no comment about the lawsuit, or why Alec Murdoch is once again changing his story. From behind bars. Murdoch is currently serving two life sentences for the murders of his wife and son, but is also facing nearly a hundred other charges ranging from money laundering to stealing money from his clients. Murdoch's attorneys have filed a notice to appeal, say they plan to do so in coming months. Craig? Katie Beckforce there in Walterboro, South Carolina. Katie, thank you. All right, let's bring in NBC senior legal correspondent Laura Jarrett. Laura, good morning. I confess I do not understand why admitting this in a legal filing helps his case with the insurer at all. But the, the question is, is the insurer, the insurer wants to try to get the money back from Alec Murdoch. He says, go find it from the, the family, but he admits that 
He kept the money, didn't give it to the family. Precisely, right? This whole thing was sort of a lie built upon a, a, another lie. And the bottom line is, we still do not know how Gloria Statterfield died. And that's the question her family obviously wants to know the answer to, and everybody else wants to know the answer to. He's now admitted that the original story wasn't true. She didn't trip over the dogs, but he doesn't say, I know who did it. Right. And the two people who were possible witnesses, a jury has now found he, that he was guilty of murdering them. And so uh, all kinds of questions about why would you lie about another death on your property? I mean, do we know, Laura, if there's even any more money to collect from Alec Murdoch at this point? Well, his, that's part of why his attorneys, I think, are pointing the finger at this family, basically saying all of the money that he would have had is caught up with creditors because, again, he's facing all of these alleged financial crimes, including uh, defrauding his, uh, his own law firm. The family did get some settlement money. But yes. They say not this money that this insurance company, Nautilus, is after. Precisely. They say it came from a whole other different pot of money from going after his old firm. Again, a lot of fighting, a lot of griping on both sides here, but the, the core answer we still don't have any real clarity on. Yeah. Very, very possible yeah. that he, in uh, fact, murdered the housekeeper and then told her sons to sue him to then collect the money he's the trustee the insurance company pays him i think it was 3.8 million he ends up keeping the money the latest in alec murtock folks you're listening to the john DePietro show the coincid in 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, Rhode Island tradition since 1977. Delicious food, great atmosphere, whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge. They can also accommodate large groups. A great meal, a feast is waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. Stop it and see them all year round. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. They're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. How about athletes must refuse to compete against transgender girls to ensure sports go back, says Riley Gaines, telling that to Fox. Boycott competing against trans girls. Don't run, don't swim. I want to hear this piece. From the University of Kentucky, where I was on the women's swim and dive team um, all four years of my collegiate career. I think this will get worse before it gets better. It's a matter of how many girls have to be injured playing against a male. How many girls have to lose out on, on scholarships and, and trophies and titles. Um, how many girls have to feel violated in the locker room. How many girls have to go through this before they make changes? Because the argument we're seeing now is, oh, it's not really happening. Or, um, you know, it, it's high school, middle school sports, who, it's, it's not that deep. It doesn't have to be that competitive. Um, those are the arguments we're seeing. And both of those are insensitive and, and untrue. To say it's not happening is you're simply ignoring the problem because it is happening. I could list off a hundred examples right now um, of women losing out on opportunities. So I believe it will get worse before it gets better, unfortunately, unless we have more women willing to boycott. We have girls who the whistle blows and they don't run, they don't swim, um, they stand up on the block and they don't go. It's unfortunate, of course, to ask women to make that sacrifice because these are their sports. They should be entitled to playing. They shouldn't have to give up anything to want changes and to, to get changes. I think um, people are really beginning to get fed up with this. I think initially, maybe two years ago, um, maybe we thought we could coexist and this could be something that we could allow trans women into our spaces because we could be inclusive. This was would be something that worked. But now we're seeing, of course, that doesn't work. And um, we're seeing this, again, being one-sided. We're seeing males infiltrate into women's sports and spaces and win and take away opportunities from women. And we're not seeing that the other, the other way around. And so I think people are beginning to realize this. I think the tides are beginning to turn. Um, I'm hopeful that more coaches will be outspoken, more parents. We need parents to defend their daughters and sons. Um, more athletes will be willing to say how they feel. We need athletic directors. We need medical professionals to speak up and, and address um, the science behind it, the, the how um, 
male puberty affects the body and the differences that it allows men to have in comparison to women. To say this isn't existing is to deny the facts in front of our faces. Um, this is happening at all levels, all states, all sports, all ages. Um, my experience is becoming less and less unique by the day. Um, and when I say my experience, I mean competing against a mediocre male who beat every female in the country and the nation by seconds. Um, how can we say that this is fair? How can we say this is right? How can we put women in this position to where they're losing out and there's nothing they can do about it? Obviously, this, this issue has become um, somewhat of a political issue, which is unfortunate because sports should never be political. Um, but it was inevitable it would go this way. Um, but people all across the, polit the political spectrum are realizing this is specifically harmful, this whole gender ideology propaganda movement is specifically harmful to women and children. Um, and I think they're starting to get fed up. They're starting to use their voice more. Um, it's, it's, of course, scary to step on toes and ruffle feathers, but that's exactly what we need in order to make changes. But let's say five, 10 years, if this isn't fixed, one male winning a national title among the women will quickly turn into three and five and 10 and so on. Um, and so that's why it's crucial we make changes. Um, but again, I'm hopeful, I really am, that tides will start to turn um, and parents, women, coaches, um, they'll stand up to this because they'll quickly realize this is something that's harmful to women. You know, that is Riley Gaines, and it is when you think about how outrageous it is, it started with equal opportunity and treating everyone equal to defying the science, right? Gina Raimondo, there's no, and people like that ilk. Kamala Harris, Gina Raimondo, there's no difference between a man and a woman. There's no difference between a man and a woman. Preaching that, screaming that. And so now, instead of when you're looking to hire someone, there should be equal treatment, no difference between hiring a man or woman, equal pay, equal everything. Instead, you now have these young men who are mediocre male athletes suddenly growing the hair long, saying they identify as a female, and beating all the girls in the sport and people that are encouraging and enabling it. And in Rhode Island, there's a lot of them. And they're loud, and they're vicious, and they're creepy, and they're disgraceful, and they're demented. No, a man dressing up, pretending to be a woman, is a form of mental illness. But that, I mentioned the cycling race last week. That person walked away with $35,000. It was a man. Grew his hair in a ponytail. They pick an androgynous name, something that could be gender neutral, and then suddenly take the prize. How, how on earth is that equality? It's not. It's wrong. And it should be called out. I really am starting to believe this is going to become a defining issue for 2024 with the people. And, and I want to repeat, in Rhode Island, they're very... I was at William Hall Library. You have certain also some elected political leaders. There's this guy, Jacob Breyer in Barrington. He's big on the transgender rights, as they call it. Tierra, Senator Tierra Mack, that Reverend Donnie Anderson grown man long hair he's in his 70s standing up there it's perfectly normal i want to be i'm a woman and it's normal no it's not normal and you're a man with long hair who changed his name that's basically what it comes down to it's the pronoun it's the you know how dare you judge my gender um it's that whole binary crowd that has taken over and it, people are getting fed up. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Next time you have an emergency, think AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Johnston. That's right in the Atwood Medical Center. And also 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's. At Med Urgent Care, when you have an emergency, they specialize ambulatory medicine. They provide immunization, school, and sports physicals. At At Med Urgent Care, they provide 
comprehensive outpatient health care to individuals, families. They're on duty at all times. They're open seven days a week. Walk-in routine urgent care, minor surgical. Now, if you're in a car accident, go to Atman Urgent Care. Avoid the long wait at the emergency rooms. They also do adult vaccinations, laboratory testing. Atmed Urgent Care, when it's an emergency, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. That's right, in the Atwood Medical Center. And also 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, online at admedurgentcare.net. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You know, it's interesting. I often, I, every day actually, I get uh, an email of Governor McKee's schedule. And more and more, it's nothing nothing planned. No public appearances planned. And you could say he's meeting behind closed doors. And I understand you got to have, you got to govern. you got to have time for staff meetings. you got to have time to get organized. You need time to interview people. All the different forms. Now, for some reason, back in the summertime and into the fall, I guess that wasn't as much a priority because the Governor McKee had daily four appearances, five public appearances a day when he was running for office. Suddenly, now that he's in office, not so much. I think we are in for a difficult time with this governor. I don't think his skill set is rising to the occasion. And, and I want to be fair about this because I recognize he. a lot of people thought he did a very good job as Mayor of Cumberland. And that, that could be the case. And he started the mayoral academies, um, which is really a form of charter school. You just don't call it a charter school. Um, but but that Mayor McKee, I think Ashley Kalis said said it well, Mayor McKee would not recognize Governor McKee. And then as lieutenant governor, I was not that closely following a lot of his activities. Uh, it is true. Then Governor Gina Raimondo would not give him time a day. I was there. She wouldn't even let him stand on the stage during COVID. During the COVID emergency, she would not let him have any involvement in any way, for whatever reason. Um, but suddenly now, as governor, and he has a tendency, you know, it's always the Cumberland connection. Uh, they're a tight-knit group. He brings in that Dan Connors. He's got Tony Silva. He's got Park Boy. There's always someone with the, the Cumberland somehow connection and many times folks as you know you know if you're really a leader you need to try to find a big part of being a leader is finding good talent finding in different places finding different individuals young talent that you're going to try to nurture and groom uh, more mature older talent that you can take advantage of their expertise sometimes you just need someone that's just kind of like a experienced guiding hand but a big part of that is determining and finding and nurturing talent. And right now, you just don't see it. You don't see a lot of talented people joining the McKee administration. Um, I also wonder, now we still have a long way to go here, right? We're in 2023. But he has been governor for two years. And at the end of this term, it would be six years at the end of 26. And I wonder if, in fact, at that point, you know, many times when someone's been governor for eight years, and I've dealt with them over the course of the eight years, right, two four-year terms, they're, they're done. They're pretty much done. They did what they wanted to do. They've gone through all the tree lighting ceremonies. They've done the state police meetings. They've dealt with blizzards. They've dealt with snowstorms and hurricanes and flooding and everything that goes along with that. And after eight years, they, you know, feel okay that, that was enough and even the last year can be a little long and it's long on the staff so you wonder with governor mckee this is not like he's into you know brand new governor he's already been governor for two years and you just start to wonder if in three years if he's going to say i think i want four more years of this i don't think so i don't think it bodes well for the state one of the biggest problems they're facing right now is this it is it's a housing crisis it without question there, there there's no planning seemingly uh, involved with it they need housing they need low-income housing there make no mistake folks there there is still plenty of land in rhode island for whatever reason it has not been developed they need to develop into some of these suburban communities more they need to put some people there they need to put some housing there 
They need to get some apartments going. Everyone can live in the state. They may have to just live 20 minutes away from where they ideally were born and want to live. There's still a very parochial view many people have. The media documented that family. They were homeless. They couldn't find any place to live. And it came down to they wanted to live in the Warwick, West Warwick area. There wasn't an apartment they could afford. It was in Woonsocket. 20 minutes away, 25 minutes away. Nope, we want to live in Warwick, West Warwick. Well, you know, that's you can't you can't take that attitude. You gotta be a little more flexible. So I think there's a lot of opportunity. I'm not convinced Governor McKee is up to do it. You're listening to the John DePietro show. The Kuisit Inn. 226 Cohesit Avenue in West Warwick, Rhode Island tradition since 1977. Delicious food, great atmosphere, whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge. They can also accommodate large groups. A great meal, a feast is waiting for you at the Cohesit Inn. Stop it and see them all year round. 226 Cohesit Avenue in West Warwick. They're waiting for you at the Cohesit Inn. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, which is dipietro.com. Well, make no mistake about it. The whole issue regarding drag queens and trans rights, it's happening. It's going on. Meet the Press had a piece about it with uh, Tennessee Law, first one, with, and 17 other states are looking into it about this whole business regarding and i i really don't understand this whole thing with trans and young children conservatives have launched a campaign against an art form with a centuries-old history among lgbtq performers many republican lawmakers and activists argue that drag performers are inherently inappropriate sexual in nature and pose a threat to children a new law in tennessee restricts performances in public repeat offenders could face a felony charge in up to six years in prison the law is the first of its kind to pass, but may not be the only. There are similar bills being considered in at least 17 states. For Story and her friend who performs under the name Harry Scary, it's begun to feel like their very existence is a political act. The agenda is to just exist and to not and to feel valid. The agenda is to be able to go to the bathroom without having to worry about being punched in the face. And all we can do is say that it's bad and it's wrong and please don't do this to us. Um, but they have found us to be a really effective political tool. Well, but the fact of the matter is no one was complaining about the drag queens that's been going on for quite some time. Where this started to change and where they don't tell the full story is this whole business of drag queen story hour for children, drag queen story hour at libraries drag queen uh stories and so forth regarding um in the schools that that's where it took on a different tone i also want to play you had senator dick durbin who was on um cnn over the weekend and and jake tape jack uh, jake tapper of cnn was getting some pushback for the way that he was questioning uh, Senator Durbin, I want to play some of this sound. Uh, it is a challenge in the Senate Judiciary Committee to do our business. For example, you raised the question of a subpoena, and I haven't reached any conclusion on that. But if we go down that path, we need a majority on the committee. Uh, right now, with her absence, it's a 10 to 10 committee, and the majority is not there. And a proxy vote doesn't count in this circumstance. So it's a complicated situation. Talking about Senator I hope Diane she does Feinstein. what's best for her and her family and the state of California and makes a decision soon as to whether she's coming back. I mean, all due respect, sir, you and your fellow Democrats were very ginger and very polite when it came to Justice uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and not pushing her to retire uh, when you had a Democratic majority in the Senate. How'd that work out for you? How'd that work out for Roe v. Wade? Well, I, I can tell you that uh, you can uh, play these out and try to guess what the Supreme Court opinions resulting from it will be. Uh, the bottom line is, though, uh, we have in the past uh, had members of the Senate, I can think of a handful as I'm sitting here, Democrats and Republicans, who've been ab absent because of medical conditions for lengthy periods of time. I want to treat uh, Dianne Feinstein fairly. 
I want to be sensitive to her family situation and her personal situation. Uh, and I don't want to say that she's going to be uh, put under more pressure than others have been in the past. But the bottom line is the business of the committee and of the Senate is affected by her absence. Well, President the Biden. fact that the, the whole reason for this was he is, of course, Senate Judiciary Chairman. But the Feinstein, this comes down to New York Times, New York Times editorial. Senator Feinstein has to act. And again, it comes down to an age thing, right? She should not be there. This is ludicrous. It's a medical, it's not a medical situation. She physically cannot serve in the Senate. And it's not like she's under the weather. It's not like a Fetterman situation. It's, it's because of her age. And at this point, I, I just, I fail to see, you know, at what point do people start to realize that maybe the individual is in their staff? Now, keep in mind, so much of this is dictated by the staff. Do you think the staff want to give up their offices, their jobs, their cushy life that they've developed in D.C.? Their meal ticket is hooked to Senator Dianne Feinstein. So to answer the question, does her staff want to give that up? The answer is absolutely not. It doesn't matter what the constituents want. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. Falcon Pest Services, 12 months of the year, you could have a pest problem. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts called Falcon Pest Services today, 401-739-1322. Free consultation, 401-739-1322. Locally owned and operated, serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. They offer services for termites, bed bugs, ants, roaches, mice, rats in the summertime spring fall mosquitoes and many other pests call today for a free consultation whether it's for your home or a restaurant maybe it's once a year maybe it's once a month call falcon pest services today free consultation 401-739-1322 residential and commercial whether it's an office building a school a hotel a restaurant or your home call falcon Pest services today. Free consultation, 401-739-1322. Thing to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. Folks, visit the website. On the website, you'll see all our links to social media, whether it's Facebook or YouTube, Instagram, even TikTok. Plus, you if you want to reach me, that's the best way to do it. We have unique, original stories, videos, content. Log on right at the website, dipetro.com. For over 125 years, Ameriprise Financial has provided advice for clients' unique goals help millions of Americans retire on their terms. Now, as we're at the end of the year, beginning of a new year, why not take advantage of our free consultation? Call Tom Bryan today, Ameriprise Financial, 401-434-1510. Offices located 400 Massasoit Avenue in East Providence put the strength of a leader in retirement planning to work for, for you through a personal one-on-one -on -one relationship. Call Tom Bryan today, Ameriprise Financial Advisors, 401-434-1510. Get solid advice. Get a plan, whether it's for yourself, you and a spouse, maybe your children or grandchildren. Take advantage of this free consultation, Ameriprise Financial, 401-434-1510. Call right now, 401-434-1510. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial Advisors.